This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. So Colin Breyer started working at Amazon just four years after it was founded back in 1998. Spent 12 years at the company, part of the senior leadership team there. And this as the company grew from a domestic seller of books to a global multidimensional powerhouse. And for two of his years at Amazon, Colin was chief of staff to Jeff Bezos, essentially Jeff's shadow, during which he spent each day attending meetings, traveling with and talking about business life so much with Jeff Bezos. Uh, he is co-founder of Working Back it's a company where he coaches executives. Colin's new book, he co-authored it with Bill Carr, also a longtime Amazonian. This book just out today, it's called Working Backwards, Insights, Stories, and Secrets from Inside Amazon. Colin joining us on the phone from Seattle. Uh, welcome to Bloomberg. So nice to have you here and congratulations on the book. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks for having me on the show, Carol. It's so timely. There isn't a day, Colin, that doesn't go by that we don't really talk about Amazon, to be quite honest. And we've talked about it a lot, uh, especially with the news that Jeff was was stepping down as CEO. Um, let me start there. How did you take that news? How did how did you see it? How should we see it? Well, you know, it. I, I was a little surprised at the timing, but it had to come sometime. And how I, I viewed it is, you know, Jeff has been really preparing for this type of transition for a long time. Even uh, since the early days of Amazon, he put a whole bunch of effort focused on how can I put in processes inside Amazon to, so other as Amazon grows and scales 10x, 100x, that they can still make the same type of high-quality decisions quickly when Jeff isn't in the room. And, uh, you know, so he's, he's, what he's coined that term is called the invention machine. You know, how Amazon hires, how they organize pe- uh, teams, how they write narratives instead of PowerPoint, and how they develop new products and, and measure businesses. And he's been working and honing that and been a broken record on that invention mm-hmm. machine internally at Amazon for, for so long that I think that this transition with Andy Jassy taking over the helm as CEO it, you know, we're not going to see a ton of change, in, in certainly in the near term. And I know a lot of this is in the book, and I want to get to it in a moment. Do you know Andy, though? And, and I'm just curious if he was there when you were there. I do. Andy started a few months before I did. He started in 1997, and uh, I worked with, with Andy right, actually, right when I started in 1998. I started in the software team. He was in the marketing group, and we worked together on a couple of different projects. And then Andy was also Jeff's first a technical advisor or, or shadow. He did that for about 18 months. Mm-hmm. And so I was Jeff's second one. So I, I relied on Andy a lot uh, is when I moved on into this new role, working with, with Jeff to get some uh, good advice on, on how to be successful in that role. Well, Colin, how important do you think is it to kind of understand what makes Jeff tick? You know, this is an, a remarkable company on so many measures. Um, whether you like it or not, it's just hard to be ignored. And I just wonder how important is it that anybody who is in that CEO spot understand kind of the the the, the way Jeff approaches things, and and especially for you know you've spent a lot of time with him. Yeah, I think it is very important, and it's uh, you know not just how Jeff thinks. He inculcated that throughout Amazon, and so he really fostered a culture that was customer obsessed, not competitor obsessed, a long-term thinking, you know, thinks beyond the the next month or quarter, quarterly results, uh, you know, spirit of invention. And you also have to figure out with invention, you have to expect and know how to handle failures inside Mm -hmm. the company. And then just being, uh, taking pride in the operational excellence. And what that means is that the details matter. And a lot of the details, little details that you work on aren't, you know, most people aren't going to see them. 
but they're incredibly important to making the you know the company tick and meeting customer promises. So a- Andy, um, you know, he understands that as well as anyone at, at, at Amazon, and uh, and so incredibly incredibly important. If I had to write the CEO job description, it would be you know understanding uh, how Amazon works, being able to work in large teams and small teams. And by the way, bonus points if you had built a. a a new business from scratch from zero to $10 billion faster than Amazon did. And Andy did all three of those, by the way. Amazon Web Services got from zero to $10 billion faster than Amazon.com, the retailer. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable if you think about it in terms of the growth. Um, We've got about 40 seconds and we take a break and come back. If you had to say one reason that you think this company has been so successful, what would it be? Is Is it really just understanding that culture? I, I think it is what makes it tick. So it's the leadership principles. It's the, the customer obsession. And when you do that, customers are always a little bit restless. They're going to push you to do more mm-hmm. and innovate. You know, if you offer two-day shipping, they're going to want one-day shipping pretty soon. So, you know, Amazon always operates and develop, innovates new uh, ideas because they listen to customers. You know, I, I do wonder, too, um, about the title. And I know you've got um, your own company called Working Backwards, your co-founder of it, and you work with a lot of executives and, and coaching them. And this whole idea of kind of working backwards on things. I'm a backtimer because of my years <laughs> in broadcast, so I'm constantly backtiming things in my life. But talk to us about working backwards and what it teaches us. The the At its core, the working backwards process, first of all, it's what the process Amazon uses to take ideas and evaluate them and see if they're worth building and bringing to market. And at its heart, working backwards really just starts from the customer uh, experience and then working backwards from that. And um, what, what's different about how that process is from other companies, a lot of companies use what's called the skills forward approach. They mm-hmm. ask, what are we good at um, and how can we move into the market? There's, you, know, you can think of a SWOT analysis, your strengths, weaknesses, and opportunities and threats. But what's not really mentioned with those two techniques is the word customer. So Amazon really just inverted it and said, we are going to start from the first day we're looking at an idea and keep the customer in mind and then figure out how do we organize around that idea in order to deliver value for the, for the customer. And that the two, uh, the props, they're the tools that the working backwards process uses it's a press release and a frequently asked question. And the press release is just a one-page press release. It's the first thing you write if you have an idea. If someone says, hey, I got this cool idea, um, they'll say, great, go write a working backwards document. And the first part of that is the press release. And it's harder than you may think, especially when you're starting out. You have to just clearly describe what the customer problem is, what the, what the solution is, and why it's a great product. And if after reading that mythical press release, you're not excited to buy that uh, product or use that service, you go back and start over and and write it. So this is an iterative process. And the second part, the frequently asked questions, it allows you to address the the tough issues up front and try to solve those as early as possible because it's cheaper when you solve those problems earlier. And the, the, the fact contains two components. One is explaining to the customer, what is it? Why should I use it? Why should I change my behavior to buy this product? Or why is it better than what's out there on the market? But then the, the, the second part is the internal FAQ, which are the tough issues that the company is going to have to solve in order to solve these customer problems. It may need a new sales force, you know, a direct sales force, or you partner with Salesforce, or how can I build a product for a bill of materials under $200? What are the tough technical challenges that we have to solve in order to really solve this customer problem? 
And again, that's an iterative process. You don't move forward until you get those questions answered. That's really that's really fascinating in terms of how you think about things and approach it. So I, I love the title of your book, Working Backwards, Insights, Stories, and Secrets from Amazon. So I, if, if you'll indulge me a little bit, um, and I think you've, you've kind of answered some of these, but I'm going to go there anyway. So give me one insight from Amazon. Well, one insight is uh, that really that these these principles are, they're easy to understand. They're hard to follow, especially when things are going really well or really poorly in your business. And where where Amazon has created some of its most amazing uh, inventions are where things are always going to be unclear and you have to move fast, but you rely on the leadership principles, you know, primarily of customer obsession, long-term thinking, and you have to be willing to be misunderstood. And you have to figure out, how can I invent my way out of this box and then, you know, working on the little details that matter. So that, you know, that is one. And then the other thing is that a lot of people think what Amazon does, it doesn't apply to small organizations. Mm-hmm. These processes and principles, they work in small groups because that's where they were created for, for small teams. And they work across a number of different industries. They've worked for streaming video, you know, moving digital bits to customers with Amazon Studios, creating devices like Echo um, you know, in Alexa devices, they right. work with e-commerce business and B2B. So they're tested and true across a number of different it, um, industries and then also size of company. So I have to ask you, as we teased, you know, or introduced you uh, earlier, that you spent each day, you were in meetings, you traveled with, you talked about a lot of different things, business life, other things with Jeff Bezos of Amazon. What's a story that you can share with our audience? Well, one story is that, uh, so we were, every two years, we had to go work in customer service at, you know, in the corporate department. And and Jeff's turn came up, and this is why I was working with Jeff and as his technical advisor. So Jeff and I, we drove an hour south to Tacoma from Seattle, where there's a customer service center. And for two days, we were customer service agents. Mm-hmm. And where at first, they would train you how to read and uh, it, it read emails from customers and respond to them. Eventually, you would get to answer customer calls. And there was one um, call in particular where the customer called and said, I have this problem, and I've ordered some lawn furniture, and it came damaged. And uh, while they were looking the information up, uh, the customer service agent put the customer on hold and turned to Jeff and said, I bet you it's this product, and pointed to it on, on our website. And you know, 30 seconds later, the, the customer said, oh, here's my product number. And it was the one that she pointed out. Huh. And Jeff's eyes went wide and said, how did you know this after the call? And she said, oh, it happened quite frequently. And uh, this is where Jeff, he's, he also studied huh. other companies. He studied Toyota's and Encord. Yeah. And he said, we need to give this customer service agent the ability to solve that problem right at that point in time. So, you know, this is where it's unusual for a CEO to go be a customer service agent for two days and then, you know, come up. This is how customer obsession allows you to come up with internal processes. And um, I don't know how many times you've been on the phone with a customer (laughs) service agent at another company where they know what the problem is. They just don't have the tools and the authority to solve it. And so what we did at Amazon is we pushed that decision-making and authority down to the people closest to the customer. Makes sense. And what happens with that end on cord is it stops that product from being sold. 
Right. And then the corporate person who is responsible for that lawn and garden thing gets notified immediately, says, we will not sell this product and ship it to customers. It's, you know, it's, it's not up right. to our standards. You need to go fix it. All right, Gabby, really quick, got about 25 okay. seconds. Is there a secret, like, does Jeff Bezos eat tuna fish for lunch every day? <laughs> No, he sticks. He just is a very um, principled person, and he's he's also a great teacher. Whenever he'll come nice. up with insights, but he'll he'll walk walk you back and tell you how he got to those insights, which is one of the reasons why I think Amazon is good hands moving forward. Well, this was so much fun, and congratulations on the book, and really just an interesting way of looking at things. Colin, thank you again, Colin Breyer, former VP at Amazon, early on uh, a senior part of uh, the leadership there at the company. His book is Working Backwards: Insights, Stories, and Secrets from Inside Amazon. 